How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. You know what I'm saying? Today, I'm sitting across from Bandon Jones from Water Edge Design in Statesboro, Georgia. Brandon, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going well. I'm super excited to speak with you today. Um, I think that your story is a very fascinating one, and I think it's something that a lot of people have gone through or are going through right now. Uh, but before we get there, can you tell me a little bit about what Water Edge Design does? So Water's Edge Design Company is a design company that we focus mainly on architectural. Uh, it started out kind of residential, but we also hit on some of the concepts for commercial design as well. We also look at interior design and several other aspects from the architectural standpoint. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, obviously the first question that, you know, I have is what is the background to get you to the point? Oh, wow. Um, so uh, really uh, a love for design, a love for art, uh, innovative thinking, creative thinking, all that good stuff. Um, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh -huh. And I just knew that that's what interested me. And so I looked at uh, several different aspects through school and drafting really stuck out. Gotcha. And so I started college. I started the, the whole uh, exactly what your parents want you to do. Sure. You what know. do they want you to do? Well, I mean, just, just the whole college experience. Gotcha. Something so like college. something sustainable. Right. Uh -huh. And so um, I started that and it was uh, just not really what I wanted. Mm. And I, I didn't I couldn't really grasp yet. It was more of you know, your core classes and things that really did not catch my attention. It was yeah. really light in the creativity side. So I uh, I took a break, just a short break, and stepped out and went to tech school. And I knew I liked drafting. I didn't know that. I didn't know all the avenues that drafting could lead to. And what was it about drafting that really kind of like was able to capture your attention, unlike anything else out there? Because I'm, I'm sure you've tried multiple different things, right? There were probably some things that you wanted to maybe had interest in, but drafting stood out. I mean, what was it? It was, it was the, I think it was the creativity mixed with the technical side. So there was, there was a standard and it was, uh, I create something or I create a design for something and it was able to be constructed, built, and I could see it in real life come mm -hmm. together. And it was, and I also started to see the aspects of architectural through or architecture through uh, the tech school and yeah. saw that side of it. And I could tell that there was a, there was a interest in me to help others mm -hmm. and creating something that someone else wanted, basically taking their vision, putting it on paper to a, to a, a sheet of instructions of how you can create your vision, gotcha. make it come to life. Got you. And that was super intriguing. Oh, it's just, to you. It's just, it's just intriguing. Yeah. It kind of mixed the art with the technical. Yeah. So is, was there an art background there? Like, was there like kind of like a fascination with creativity of, you my know, parents just, my parents just always instilled creativity mm -hmm. and I grew up, I had a, a real, really big imagination mm -hmm. and my parents uh, supported that imagination, whether it was uh, it, playing or uh, interacting with others, yep. the creative side always was encouraged. Yeah. And I think it was, I think it was, or I think it's something that's not really uh, encouraged as much now, and it should be. Mm -hmm. It's uh, let's fulfill, and I'm guilty myself. Sure. Let's fulfill our kids with here's something to play with instead of here's a box. Come up yes. with something, create right. something. What the box can be anything you want it to be. That's right. That's right. 
So, you know, we, we've kind of like landed on this interesting part where like, you know, drafting is what it is. Right. And so how did you get into starting your company? How did that come to be? <clears throat> so uh, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up real quick. It was, you know, I went to tech school, jumped back into college after that. I had experiences with landscape architecture. I had experiences with architecture and I ended up back in college for um, engineering technology I ended up uh, getting a job offer with a local school okay. to um, teach architectural drafting. What was that ever in the cards, like originally, or not really? I mean, I, I toyed with the idea. One of my uh, mentors early on was an uh, engineering technology teacher uh, in high school. Yeah, and I think besides besides her personality and the entry she showed in my creativity. Yeah, uh, I think the. It, it seemed like a sustainable job, and it also the there was lots of innovative toys involved. Sure. And so I got several aspects of that creative side that you could play with every day, and and have a sustainable job. That's right. And you were you were also encouraging that creativity in the young minds. That again, I said kind of you don't really. I think it needs to be more of that. Got gotcha. you. A lot more of encouraging so that creative thinking. So immediately you started teaching. And after after you finished school, and then was Water's Edge always kind of like in the background, kind of like there or a little bit, um, a little bit. A, a childhood friend of mine and I kind of created Water's Edge out of there was this little creek, uh-huh. and uh, it was beside basically a, a clubhouse as a kid, you know. And so we started this business, yep. And it was us being creative. Yeah, kind of designing stuff here and there. We landed a few little gigs, but more it was just the mindset of uh, let's let's do something different. And yeah. it never really went anywhere from that standpoint, but it influenced me to continue on. And it was Water's Edge was turned into a side hustle. I ended up with some pretty good, pretty decent little contracts. Yeah, and every contract I ended up with, uh, especially on the contractor side, the the plans were not. I didn't really get to explore a lot of creativity. However, the contractors were very encouraging on me advancing. And then obviously working at the school required me to stay kind of on top of my game of the technology, mm-hmm. um, the what's trending yep. style-wise and all that good stuff. So it was always there, but it, I don't think I ever, even though it was a, it seemed like a dream to mm-hmm. do it full-time. So you were doing both at the same time. I was. Like, so, you know, kind of like walk <clears throat> me through that. Was it hard kind of like balancing, you know, this side hustle plus your main job? And and this is, I think, where it gets interesting for maybe some of the viewers, right? right? Because, you know, everybody is so fascinated with this concept of being an entrepreneur, being a businessman, right. of doing something that they love doing, right? Right, for, for, for like, sure. Because it doesn't feel like work at times. Absolutely. And so, like, you know, how did, were you, did you enjoy your job? Uh, well, at, sorry, at school. I, I did. I oh, did. you there did. Was, okay. there, was, there, was, there was aspects of it I enjoyed. It, um, I'm, I'm not a big routine person. Okay. Or uh, um, I don't like micromanaging. And uh-huh. jobs like that seem to, to lend, lend itself to that. Yeah. And so um, I think that the, the, it was a creative outlet. Yeah. So I did enjoy doing both at one time. Yeah. I you know, it kept me it kept me kind of balanced. The the teaching job was my secure job. It supported my family because that was the biggest fear. That's right. Uh in stepping out and just doing that because I had this 
comfortable job that yeah. was uh, the comfort it, factor is a big part of yes. it. Yes. Um, but it allowed me the side hustle allowed me to explore that creative side and keep me sane while I was doing something I wasn't a hundred percent into. And, uh, but the, the biggest fear was kind of how am I going to support my family? If the economy is crazy sure, and it changes constantly. Sure. And so, uh, creating that, creating a secure job for myself Mm -hmm. to support family and, and move forward in a comfortable, comfortable fashion and, secure fashion how so a lot of times you know uh there are people out there that have a full-time job right how are you able to find the energy to continue to work on this side hustle even you know you've been drained throughout the day like how what does that look like so i think the passion for me was Mm. what kept me going it was it was draining at times for sure um and i was trying not to work on it you know, as soon as I get home, my kids are wanting to play. Yeah. You know, there's dinner to be cooked, all that, you know, your daily routine for your family. It did, that didn't change. Yeah. And so I'm here. I am sitting down at night when everyone else goes to bed to really get started designing and yeah. the wee hours of the morning and uh, then get up the next morning and start well, it all over. What did that look like? Like, so what time would you start? Like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock? 9 okay. o'clock. And then it, you would design until? At 12, 2. Wow. Wherever, wherever that, wherever my deadline took me, I sure. was always, that was one thing I, I think that um, really kind of put me in a secure spot is I stuck to my deadlines, mm. whether it was draining or enjoyable, or it took an extra cup of coffee at 12 o'clock at <laughs> night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. So uh, that really, I mean, that got me through, but the passions, what the passion for the design and knowing that releasing that creativity kind of was the balance that I needed. Got it. So, so even though it was draining, it, it kept me sane at the same time. Absolutely. So, you know, during this time, you've kind of like working both jobs. You're right. kind of like, you know, doing some co- small contracts here and there. Take me back to the moment that you made the decision to hmm. that that path is going right. to cross, right? Like, what was it? Was there just too much work that was going on? Was there like, what was the specific reason for you to say, okay, I'm going to do this full time right. now? Right. Um, again, it has been on my mind. Yeah. And the security is what, what kept Prevent, me. Yeah. Right. That was, the, that was the prevention. Yeah. However, uh, during the, during the pandemic, okay. when everything kind of shut down, we were teaching from home. Yep. So, I mean, there was video conferences and things like that. We had plenty to do. Yeah. It was, uh, I was definitely not a fan of working from home for, no? for, for, for the teaching side. I liked seeing face to face. Sure. Uh, but it allowed me to now kind of reverse. I was sitting down at night and doing uh, curriculum, writing writing lessons and things like that for my students. And during the day, the calls were, they were increasing. Really? Everyone's sitting at home, yes. less staycations, kind of let's recreate our renovations, let's create our own space here. We're not going anywhere. Oh. And so business really, really climbed. It was, it was different because people would send me pictures. I wasn't going to their house because no one wanted you in sure, their house. You know? Sure, sure. <laughs> so, um, but allow me to spend a little extra time on Water's Edge. Yeah. And so business increased. The type of business cre- uh, kind of created itself. Uh, very custom work and word of mouth. <laughs> word of mouth. Yeah. One would call, you know, they were calling friends, telling each other, hey, I'm working on this. What are you working on? And uh, they would just call. Uh-huh. And so 
we started this, we kind of redirected our brand, our mission and everything to this very custom design work. Yeah. And that's what we love because yeah. it's, it's very intentional to each client. Yes. And what they, you know, what their daily life, uh, looks like. So do you think, uh, this is a hypothetical question, okay. obviously we're kind of like going into a space, yeah. but if the pandemic did not happen, do you think Water's Edge would be here today? Maybe. My, my mentality was changing at the same time. Got it, was, you. it was kind of adapting. Um, and I was getting a little, uh, a little more adventuresome. Got you. And the, the business was increasing anyway. A yeah. little bit. That just really, I think it sped the process up. Sure, sure. Um, but creating Water's Edge is, I think it was, it was always it was in coming. the books. It was coming. I gotcha. just didn't know when or where I was going to feel comfortable gotcha. jumping into that. Uh huh. Do you re, do you recall any moment in there where you felt like, hey, like I, it, this is uncomfortable because obviously, like job right. security is a huge part right. of it, right? A lot of people don't make that leap because it's like, oh my goodness, like. Right. Well, I, I have to figure it like now I'm getting a steady paycheck and you have summers, right? Because absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We don't have summers anymore. <laughs> right. As a teacher, you have that piece. Absolutely. But then now it's like, you know, you're moving to something where like it, you have to go out and go and right. secure that business. Right. Uh, did you feel nervous? What was that like kind of like feeling? And, you know, did you did you have to you know talk to the family about right. it? Like. What kind there of were many there were many dinner dinner conversations really? based around what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, but my wife has always been extremely supportive of what we do. Now, uh, the sub, she was a little hesitant <laughs> when it was stepping out completely yeah. into this. Um, I've had great family support. That's awesome. Um, even I, I think what really drove it home was the school I was working for. Like I had a lot of support when I, when it was brought up, all right, here's your contract. Yeah. And I'm looking at it going, what am I going to do? Sure. Um, which was a big moment. Yeah. And then I asked for an extension, like I'm not sure if I want to sign yet. Sure. And so I started explaining to them kind of what I was thinking. They knew it was a side hustle. They knew what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, I was teaching the same stuff. I was, I think they liked that because I was bringing real life projects into the school. Sure. Um, but once I started talking about it, I think that was, that was a key element talking out loud about it yeah. almost made it real. Yeah. And I got tons of support really from the people I was working with, not yeah. only working with, but the ones I was working for. Sure. And, um, all the way to the top of the school system, they were, uh, intrigued with me kind of stepping out. Yeah. And that was another comfort factor. There was me walking away from this group of people that become, you know, work family. I'd worked with them for 14 years yeah. and, now I'm stepping out doing something different. I'm walking away from those friends, yeah. colleagues. But once the support started rolling in and I was getting it from clients, I was getting it from uh, the school system, mm -hmm. family, friends, a really good friend of mine. He believed in me from the beginning. He was just like, he, he pushed me. He was very uh, motivating the yeah. whole time. And so I think the support really drove, really it, home. drove it home and, and, during, brought me where I'm at now. During the 14 years that you were teaching, okay. was was Water's Edge like? I mean, everybody knew about Water's Edge right. at that point, right? But but it had always been on the back burner, and then all of a sudden, like you make the decision, and then you feel this overwhelming support to say, right. "Hey, this is what you should be doing." Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and and even the, even the contractors and stuff, like I explained to them, I explained yeah. to them my fear of doing this. Sure. And so I think uh, a lot of them really were intentional on 
making sure I had business Got to start you. with. Uh-huh. And as soon as I, as soon as that, that I would say nine to five, but eight to three was done. <laughs> it was, uh, I was able to work so much more because my fear was I'm doing this at night. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for three or four hours a night. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be busy yeah. all day long, every day? Am I going to have the business to bring me through it? And it just, it just started happening. And take, and take me to this point right now. How is business? Business is wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's busy in a good way. Uh-huh. Uh, very creative jobs. Yep. The economy is the scariest part, <laughs> but, um, but, but the designs, the thoughts, the clients are there, the contractors are there uh-huh. and they're, they've brought us here and we've added in, um, we have an interior designer now, my draftsman, he's been with me. He was a former student of mine. Love that. He's been, uh, he's been with me since before I quit school. Uh-huh. Um, he, I think he was a a big advocate and big supporter and his his workload really brought us through um and brought me to this point as well got you uh the, the addition of the interior designer was great we've yep. picked up tons of interior business which was not really part of the original plan mm-hmm. and uh that's just another element of creativity we get to explore that's so, awesome that's yeah. awesome um you said something in there that kind of like stuck out to me okay. you said that the contractors like supported you yeah how does the contractor work with your team so it's approached with different projects in in different manners mm-hmm. um, a lot of times clients call us and a lot of times the contractor kind of refers um, a client to us to say hey make contact with water's edge get the ball rolling mm-hmm. uh, obviously they're they're extremely busy right now too so um we work with them on, on two sides. We do a lot of, they bring us direct work. We'll, we'll create a design for them. They work with the client or they'll send the client to us. We work with the client. Um, but basically once that, once that project is kind of on way underway, they take it, review it. They give us feedback. They give the client feedback. I really like it when a client, when a contractor is involved in a project early sure. on, because we get feedback from the, um, from an economical standpoint, based on the client's budget, uh, any any boundaries that we may not recognize from the construction side, mm-hmm. we're but we're very uh, very in tune with the contractors and make sure that that we use them as a as a learning tool. Yeah, like they've they're working with their hands. They're on the project. They're looking at a totally different side of it than we are. That's right. And so we want to make sure there's a good balance with our designs and and what what we're asking them to create. Yeah. So, you know, there's uh, a ton of design firms out there. Right. What kind of like sets Water Edge apart from the competition, do you think? I think Water's Edge, uh, our, our main goal is is that focus on the client, like mm-hmm. designing. And I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of other design companies that, that kind of focus too, but we really focus on their their day-to-day operations, what their kids do, what they do, what their, uh, you know, what do they do for a living? What's their hobbies? Do they like cooking when they come home? They like grilling on the patio. So we really look at every aspect of their life that they want to share with us and try to put that personality into their home. Wow. So we, we don't want to just build a uh, or create a, a house. That's easy. Yep. But creating a home for that individual to come home to every day, to spend their summers with their kids there, for their kids to grow up, for their kids to come back home to, and their memories as a child growing up in that home, I think that's, I mean, that's kind of where we place our main focus. Yeah. So give me like kind of like a success story of like something that you can recall that, you know, has been 
one of those stories where you're like, oh my goodness, like this is why I did what I did. Oh, there's there's several of them. Uh, trying to call, recall yeah. one right off. Um, um, we actually the one that comes to mind now is uh, designing, kind of designing with intention. And the house, the home hasn't been built yet. Okay. So it's it's weird to say it's already a success story, but sure. But the uh, kind of to see their expression on what we came up with. Yeah. It was one that I was really nervous about too. I'm not sure why I was nervous about it. We do this every day. <laughs> we have notes. We have you know. Their likes, dislikes, all that good stuff. Sure. Um, there wasn't a lot of style brought to the table. Mm. And it was, hey, we like this and this and this and this. And so it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, but they were, they, they, it's a, they have one child. Okay. And uh, they were very interested in the child space and the home space for the family. And, we created this little library nook. That uh -huh. doesn't sound like much, but it's like this hub. And it's just an entertainment space for the child that we can see kind of transforming into like a future library, things of that nature. It's just this little nook. And I don't know why it stood out so much. Sure. I'll be honest. I think their expressions what made it stand out. They were mm. really excited about it. Yeah. And again, it sounds very simple. We've come up with some uh, pretty cool designs in the past that I was really proud of, but their expression when they saw it was just like, this is exactly what we do. This is that. why we do it. And if I, I, I've always felt if we don't challenge their ideas a little bit, yeah. we're not really doing our job because otherwise they could just design their own That's their right. own space. So I want to bring them a little out of their comfort zone and come up with something each time that makes them second guess it yep. and look at it, have to take a second look at it to make sure they like it. But then once they start embedding in their head like this is this is good this is cool you know i love that uh you know if there is a word of advice so we talked a lot about kind of like making that leap and going into uh a business um take turning that side hustle into kind of right. like the main uh source of revenue or whatever it is if there was a word of advice that you would have to somebody that's in that similar boat right now what do you think it would be um so one thing that one thing that really uh kind of drove home. I didn't, I didn't really bring this up, but I consider myself employable. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, my mindset, I would, I'll do anything to support my family. Yeah. I'll I mean, take on any job okay. or task. I think if you're starting with a side hustle, then you already have a little bit of foundation started. Yep. Uh, go ahead and take the leap. Like there's plenty of jobs that are available. Yep. Uh, if you consider yourself employable, you're responsible and things like that, then if, if you fail, it's a learning experience. Um, oh, man, don't, <laughs> don't be scared of failing. Yeah. Don't, don't be scared of failing. Uh, and there's, there's ways to recoup. Yeah. Uh, and there's, I won't say everything we've done has been completely successful. I obviously I want to, want to kind of focus on that and, and highlight that. But sure. But we learn every single day from what we do. And we, we uh, uh, from efficiency yep. to design tactics, all that good stuff. But it's, it's I don't know, once, once I just jump in, just jump into it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, try it out. That job will always be there. The, there there's always a job there. Right. And there's, uh, there's plenty of careers out there. That's right. But if you're that passionate about it and you feel it in your gut, like, go for it. Go for it. I think, I think the support will will be there the support will come mm -hmm. um 
And if you are challenged, step back, redirect yourself and, and move forward. Yep. Amen. Well, I do appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the show and glad to have you here. Thanks uh, for having me. Fascinating to understand kind of like, you know, your journey. And uh, hopefully those words uh, do some good for our listeners out there. Hopefully. Cool. Thanks for having me. All right. Absolutely. All right.